Welcome back to Emercoast Title Services. I'm uh, president of ECTS and host Dion Moniz. I'm Ashley Bowen and director of operations. So today we want to talk to you about a little known thing called POA or power of attorney and how they can be used in real estate transactions. And how they should not be used. <laughs> yes, yes. How to use them and how not to use them. <laughs> So let's first tell everyone what a power of attorney is. Okay, well, if you are unable to act on behalf of yourself, you can give someone um, the power to act on your behalf, and that is the power of attorney um, for certain things. And there are different types of powers of attorney. Um, I know that like when my grandmother went to the nursing home, they had her fill out one for everything. Mm -hmm. um, and then- Which is like a durable a, power of attorney. A durable power of attorney yes. where she can sign off on banking information or selling of property or utilities or what have you. Right. Um, and then there is limited the, power of attorney where we're just limited to certain things, yeah. a specific, or specific power of attorney, power yeah. of attorney, which is, um, the, the best for, um, which is what is what lenders prefer, um, and for buyers in a real estate transaction, they want it to be very specific to the transaction, the property, the lender and the loan amount for someone else to sign on your behalf as the borrower. Um, and there's even the type, it may not be, but what is it, um, the end of life? Like when you say, what kind of- Oh, that's that? the healthcare surrogate. Yeah, different thing. So there, but there's different yeah. types of powers of attorney. Yes. <laughs> All cannot be used for real estate. Um, and there's also statutes um, that talk about um, different requirements in Florida for a power, for a power of attorney. Yes. What makes them valid? What makes them invalid? If it, it may be valid in another state, but not in ours. Yeah. So the key is if you are going to be using a power of attorney to purchase real estate, it's best to check with your title company. Hopefully that title company is Emerco's Title Services. Um, or uh, or a lawyer that does uh, this type of law. And above all else, your lender. Yes. They are. I mean, I can tell you, I can approve a power of attorney to work. It matches the Florida statutes. It works in my real estate transaction, but your lender may not approve it. So we've got to get the lender's approval and the title company's approval together to use it. Right. Yeah. So we need to be the initial filter for it, make sure it's worded properly, properly because to your point, Florida requires specific items to be in it. So legal zoom and all that, th that's not going to work. If we, if it looks good to us, we'll get the lender to approve it. If there is going to be a lender involved, if it doesn't look good to us, we'll make it right. Uh, so that it is valid for, yes, we for the may transaction. Draft you another one. Um, we see a lot of military powers of attorney here in this area. And those are typically approved easily by the lenders. Sometimes they're not though. Sometimes they want a specific and, I have to go in and, and draft one and get it executed. Um, luckily, there is a the remote online notarization thing within the state of Florida, which is now law, thanks to COVID. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and so your borrower can be overseas, um, you know, at a, at a base overseas. I need a power of attorney. He can remotely get that notarized overseas and we can use it for our transaction. So we have solutions, yeah. but we need to all talk about it, air it out um, at the beginning. Right. Sellers, we can use powers of attorney for sellers. Um, those are going to be a little bit more lenient because we don't have to have the lender's approval for them. I just need True. Yes. your approval right. <laughs> in the, yeah. the Florida statutes. Um, there, I have had um, situations where a 
seller is a trust and they have a power of attorney. You can't do that. That's not. Unless the trust itself, the trust agreement allows for a power of attorney. And it had to have been written prior to 2012. Yes. Um, Typically the trustee is who signs on behalf of a trust. Right. Right. Um, And also for a company, um, an LLC or a corporation, you also cannot have a power of attorney to sign on behalf of a company. In that situation, you would draft a resolution. Right. Or written consent or what have you. Corporate resolution or corporate consent, depending on, they're both kind of the same. But yes, where they designate someone to sign on their behalf or on behalf of the company. So in... So I have had where a, a company says, here's my power of attorney to let this guy sign. Well, that's nope. not going to work. Yeah. And when you drafted that, instead of drafting that, you should have drafted a resolution. Right. And we and, can help with that as well. Yeah. Again, <laughs> we can fix it. So that's why we want to know or check ahead of time and we can make it right if needed. Um, now, I think I heard you say earlier that the specific power of attorney is what we like best, right? Because it identifies the actual property that's in the transaction and the loan even sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So whether it's the seller with the power of attorney having specific authority to sell that property or the buyer's power of attorney having specific property to buy the property, that's what we like for our file. A durable power of attorney is more broad and we'll have to have language saying can buy or sell real estate. Yes. We have to review it. We like it to be specific. We would like it to be specific. Yeah. So, uh, and that's just something, like I said, we can work with you on. And another really cool thing about powers of attorney that I've learned over the last 10 years of doing this is that that is a document that we don't have to have the original of. Um, you can have the power of attorney for your wife um, and just hold on to it and have an electronic copy of it. And that electronic copy that you send to me is recordable in the state of Florida. So I think um, that's a tip that a lot of lenders and realtors don't know. They think they're going to have to get that original document to me so that we can record it, but we don't have to have the original. Yeah. I mean, obviously, a scanned color copy of the original would be nice so that it's blue ink. By the way, if you sign any illegal documents, sign them in blue ink because we like blue ink. Blue ink shows an original signature versus black, which doesn't necessarily. It's not as important as it used to be because of the ability to record copies, but use blue ink. You'll make me happy as a lawyer. <laughs> I, um, I always tell people. As long as it's not purple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, any color is really okay, but blue is purple. <laughs> but uh, okay, well, anything else on powers of attorney? I think that's pretty much it. If you need one drafted for a real estate transaction that we are closing, we're happy to draft it for you. Yep. That's um, part of the service we provide. And we're happy to look over any power of attorney if you have a question on it. If, if you have a, one for your seller or for your borrower or for your spouse, send it to us and we'll look it over and tell you if it's meets all the Florida statutes and if it's recordable. Yeah. All right. So that's going to do it for our talk today on powers of attorney. Hopefully you learned a little bit. In the meantime, we appreciate you watching or listening. Please check us out at ECTS.com or on social media. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.